welcome to the Introvertpreneur Podcast. Take a breath because you are in the right place and you can finally stop apologizing for being an introvert. I'm Tara and I've discovered how to thrive as an entrepreneur while being 100% true to myself. Now I want to help you do the same. In these episodes, you're going to find everything you need to build a successful service-based business so you can stop competing with extroverts and grow and market your business with ease. Are you ready? Hi, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Introvertpreneur Podcast. I am so excited you are here because this is going to be a very good episode. Today, we're going to talk about being an introverted entrepreneur and the importance of self-care. Now, when I say self-care, I'm not just talking bubble baths and having me time, which is important When it comes to being an entrepreneur, I also look at self-care as a couple other things. First of all, self-care means you need to value yourself and your time. So if there's something that you don't want to do and you don't and you want to say no to, make sure you do that. I know a lot of um, empaths and introverts can tend to say yes to opportunities because a lot of us maybe are people pleasers, which in business can really burn you out and lead to overwhelm. That is why saying no and knowing your limits and your boundaries on the work that you want to take on or the clients that you want to work with, that is a form of self-care and it's very important. We didn't start our own business to be stressed out and do things that we do not enjoy. So I know it may be hard, especially if you are a newer entrepreneur, like you want to say yes to every opportunity. I get it. However, you are going to burn yourself out. So really be mindful about what it is you're saying yes to. Is it something that, first of all, you really want to do? And second of all, is it really something that is going to drive your business forward? What is the value for you? Like if you don't want to post on social media every day, you don't have to. Even if that's where your main audience is, you are a business owner. You don't have to do anything that you don't want to do. And that is the beauty of running your own business. Like if it's something that you really feel like you have to do, outsource it. That is also a form of self-care. You are setting boundaries for yourself. You are locked into what you love to do. And that will be a beautiful thing in terms of your mental health and how you are able to continue to grow your business by doing the things that you actually enjoy. So when it comes to self-care, Yeah, bubble baths are great. Relaxing for an evening and catching up and binging a Netflix show or reading a book, going for a long, nice walk. Those are all great forms of self-care in the moment. But when I'm talking about the importance of self-care, I really want you to look at it 
as the bigger picture, long-term self-care, as I call it. So you may not think, for example, saying no to something that you don't want to do is a form of self-care, but I assure you in the long run, it is. And you will thank yourself for putting in place those boundaries and only sticking to what you love and, and getting into the mindset that, yes, I am the boss and I'm running my own business. And that means that I make the rules. I can do what I want to do and I cannot do what I don't want to do. So don't be afraid to set those boundaries and rules within your own business and with clients. I have read so many Facebook posts where people are discussing and chatting about a client who is continuously micromanaging them. And most of the people that respond to this person are like, ditch them. You you don't need this. Like what you are posting about and asking for help with, the only kind of help we can give you is telling you to ditch this client. They are not right for you. If it is stressing you out and making you feel like it's really something that is not adding value to your workday and to your life, let the client go. There will be other clients, I assure you. There are great clients out there and there are bad clients out there. So if a client is adding more stress to your plate every day, like if you are just dreading their feedback or revisions on something, that is something that you need to look at internally. Letting them go in a professional manner, that's a form of self-care and it will benefit you in the long run, I assure you. So don't be afraid to say no. Don't be afraid to set those boundaries, especially right off the bat with new clients. And another form of self-care I wanted to touch on, which I feel like a lot of people don't consider this self-care, but it absolutely is, which is setting up processes, systems, and automations in your business. Now, you're probably thinking this just sounds like admin, back-end type of stuff. How is this self-care? Once you have those processes in place, like for client onboarding or offboarding or updating blog posts or doing your social media and creating content, whatever it is you do daily or weekly in your business, figuring out ways that you can either automate it or use tools and systems to set it up more efficiently is a form of self-care. Because in the long run, it may not seem like it. So let me give you an example. If I have a lot of clients messaging me about wanting to book a strategy call, what I would then do is create an email template that I can load into. I use Gmail, but whatever email system you use, you likely have an option to upload templates. So I would craft an email with my calendar link for them to book a call. And I would create that as a template in my email. So yes, one email using that template, it's not really that big of a deal. It doesn't save me a lot of time. However, if I have 
10 clients over the next six months send this type of request and I use that template, those 10 requests I'm saving probably, let's say five minutes per request. That's 50 minutes. That's almost an hour um, that I am saving and giving back to myself and my time. So yes, maximizing your time and being more efficient is definitely a form of self-care in your business. And you may not have thought about it that way, that it is a form of self-care and something that really contributes to your business health, to your mental health, to your creativity, and to your productivity. But it is definitely a form of self-care that can help you really get in the mindset of not stressing about things. You won't have things popping up last minute if you have things planned out and managed on your calendar. There are so many fantastic tools for using automation in your business. And I definitely want to go through a few of these because I have a lot. So first thing I would do is you, if you use Chrome, and I'm not sure if it's available on other web browsers or not, but there is an extension called Rescue Time. It's similar to most time trackers, but it's really awesome because it will continuously run in the background and it tracks what you are doing online. And website by website, it puts it into category buckets. It is so insightful and helpful for figuring out what you are spending the most time on. And like, if you get to the end of your day and you're like, where did all of my time go? Like I've been working on so many teeny tasks and the whole day has gone by and it just feels like either nothing's gotten done or you're just confused about how much time you spent on things. The rescue time extension will help you get clear on what you are doing in business every day and how you can then take control of your time and figure out ways to automize or create systems around what you are spending the majority of your time on because it's really insightful. Like if you download this extension and use it for a week, I was floored at how many hours I was actually working on the computer because it really doesn't seem like I don't have a set schedule. I am very much a creative and love to be in the moment. And if I have a creative burst, I just go with it. But seeing those raw numbers and timestamps at the end of the week of how much was spent where, it really makes you become more mindful on what you are doing and how you are spending your time. Um, And then you can kind of create strategies too for saving time. And whether you notice that, for example, you are on Facebook a lot, it may not seem like a lot because you just have the tab open and you kind of scroll through your groups every once in a while. But at the end of the week, if you see that total and it's really shocking, That may be a sign that you need to close out of that Facebook tab and only go on Facebook at a set time block per day. 
schedule out a 30-minute block where you go on Facebook and engage and interact in your groups. That will save you so much time. And the self-care portion comes in because then your mental capacity is focused on the more high-touch things. You are putting your energy and your time into what you truly love to do and not on the minimum things for your business that do add up over time. And I will tell you, it is very shocking. So if you are kind of wondering about where your time goes and what you can do to better automate the back end of your business and create time management processes, get that browser extension and let it run for a week and then go in and see where your time is actually going you will probably be very shocked at what you discover. Some other tools that I absolutely love for automation and that I do attribute to self-care because the time these tools give me back is very valuable and allows me to actually dedicate time to revenue generating things for my business. So a few ones that I wanted to mention are Zapier. It's an amazing tool that allows you to connect different apps that you use and different systems together. And it's absolutely fabulous. I use this app for so many zaps. Like if I have a failed member payment, it automatically goes on a spreadsheet. My team automatically gets a Slack notification about it. They automatically get tagged in my email marketing platform and then sent a automated email So there's so many ways that you can customize it depending on the tools that you use in your business to really save yourself and your team a lot of time by automating things that don't need to be manually done. Not everything needs your undivided attention. If you are repeating tasks or doing tasks in a way that, like if you're rewriting an email for every single thing, and you feel like you're just repeating yourself consistently in emails, create a template for it. Um, You can always tweak the template before sending it, and that will still save you so much time. Another tool that is amazing for automation is my email marketing systems. So I use both ConvertKit and ActiveCampaign, and we definitely utilize the automations For every lead magnet or membership or product that is purchased, we have so many automations to really target our email campaigns to people in a way that it makes sense. Like if somebody purchases a virtual assistant website template from me, they're not necessarily an introvert. So I'm not going to send them too many emails about my introvertpreneur club membership. I may send them one just to get them familiar with what I do and who I am. But it's not that I'm going to want to send them too many. However, if somebody opts in and watches my How to Market as an Introvert webinar, they are likely an introvert. So I do want to send them more emails that are directed and and speak directly to somebody who is an introverted entrepreneur. So creating those automations within there is absolutely fabulous. 
Also, if you have digital products or courses or a membership site, you can easily set up an automation to automatically generate the membership site login and have it automatically emailed to them, depending on what systems you use or if it's on WordPress or self-hosted using another platform. But there are awesome ways to do that as well. For project management, I personally use ClickUp and I am absolutely in love with it. ClickUp is an amazing project management tool and they do have automations that you can set up and they are fabulous. So if I create a task for something in ClickUp, I can set it so that when the status changes, I can automatically tag a team member. There's a million automations that you can set up. I mean, I could go over all of them, but whatever project management system you're using, there are likely ways that you can use it even better to save time. And yes, it is a time suck to initially get your systems in order and get things set up. But in the long run, it will save you time and time equals more time for your mental health and more time for self-care as an entrepreneur, which is very important. I have personally struggled with burnout several times. I now know the warning signs for me personally on when I feel like I'm starting to head towards burnout and I will immediately take time away. So I am a workaholic. I do love what I do. So I do work a lot of hours. However, if I ever feel like I just need a break, I just need some time off, I have allowed myself to do that. And I really feel like, especially if you're in the mindset of hustle, which I do not like that word. To me, hustle means overworking and consistently selling, which I do not want to do either of those things. Thank you very much. And I'm sure a lot of you don't either. So I don't really attribute the word hustle to hard work. I attribute it in more of a negative mindset and light. So no matter how you want to create a self-care routine for your business, make sure you are making yourself a priority. I can't stress this enough. Burnout is not fun. And I think it probably happens to most entrepreneurs at some point, which is really unfortunate. I mean, we're all building businesses and constantly looking for the next piece of content we're going to create and put out there. So I can see why it happens so much, but I implore you to take steps to try to avoid it. My initial bout with burnout happened when I was actually full-time on my initial business, which was a jewelry business, I ended up nearly getting carpal tunnel syndrome because I was making so much jewelry. I was very stressed out, overwhelmed. I don't think I had brushed my hair for like a week. I did shower, but I would just quickly shower, quickly get out and not even brush my hair or dry it. So I totally understand if you're feeling overwhelmed and stressed out, like there are ways to avoid it. So definitely take some time for yourself. Set those boundaries. Say no when something does not fill you with joy and it's just something that you don't want to do. If you're working with a client who is micromanaging and adding stress to your plate, part ways. It's not a big deal. 
If your working styles are just not meshing, they can find somebody else who is going to be better suited for them, and you can find a new client that is better for you to work with and and better to work with in terms of your working style and the type of clients that you want to work with in the future. There will be another client, so do not worry about parting ways with a client. There is always another client and a better opportunity right around the corner. You also want to make sure you get systems in place, create SOPs, create templates, set up a project management tool to keep track of everything so it's not in your mental headspace. Getting all of your tasks and all of your notes and all of your client work into a project management tool allows you to get it out of your head. And if you're someone who, like me, kind of lays in bed trying to fall asleep and you have all of these work thoughts and ideas popping up, that is a great way to help you alleviate some of that stress. I use ClickUp for literally every aspect of my business and client work. And I love that I can put everything in there and I don't need to keep it in my head because I will tell you I am almost 35 years old now next month and my memory is not what it once was already. So if it's not in ClickUp, I likely won't remember to do it, which is why I really utilize ClickUp for literally everything. Anything on my calendar, any little note or thing that I want to remember to do the next day, I just drop it as a reminder in ClickUp for the next day and it gives me a notification and then I action it. So a few other project management tools, if you've tried ClickUp and you don't use it, there are so many options like Trello, Asana, Monday, Teamwork. So I feel like it's really about finding the tool that works with you. They are very similar, but a lot of them have different features. The kind of front-end user interface is different. So I feel like it kind of depends on what personally works best for you. I know a lot of people who absolutely adore Trello, and I tried it and just couldn't utilize it properly. And when I found ClickUp, it was like, yes, I am home So if you've tried one tool, maybe try another one. If you aren't using it effectively, it may just be that it's not the right user interface for you. I hope you have found a lot of self-care tips. I know we dived a lot more into productivity and time management here, but like I said, those are a form of self-care. Making sure to value your time and make your time, make the most out of your time is really a portion of self-care, especially as an entrepreneur. Being productive and having automation set up, that saves you time. So thank you for listening, introvert. I will be here in two weeks with a new episode. I hope this has been helpful and you are able to really prioritize your self-care And if you feel like you're overwhelmed and overbooked, especially if you're overwhelmed with client work right now, the easiest and best way to alleviate that, well, actually, there's two ways. First, outsource. You can hire a subcontractor who will do a certain task of your client work that maybe isn't your favorite. 
So for example, if you are a social media manager and you love creating graphics and the strategy and the engagement, but you really hate writing captions, that may be something that you can hire a subcontractor for, and that will give you more free time and allow you to take on even more clients and increase your business revenue. The second option is actually raise your rates. If you are overwhelmed and overbooked with client work, you are likely not charging enough for what you provide. So definitely increase your rates. Let your clients know with 30 or 60 or 90 day notice, whatever your contract is, that an increase is coming. And even if you lose a client or two, you will be offset with the clients that do stay on because they value your work and believe you are worth the new price increase. That will then give you the same amount of revenue and you have availability now to bring on a couple more dream clients or you just have more time to focus on your business and growing the back end of your business. Thank you so much for joining me today. This episode may have ended, but there are ways that we can stay in touch until next time. You can join me at introvert-coach.com and at introvertpreneur.com, where you will find tons of blog posts and resources that'll also help you grow your business. If you love what you're hearing, drop a five-star rating and review telling me what you're loving about the podcast so that I can encourage as many introverted entrepreneurs as possible. Until next time, keep using your introvert superpowers.